This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 686. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 686. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm like more excited than normal to be here because for those of you listening in live time, we're in the middle of open enrollment for the Shameless Mom Academy, and we are welcoming new members into the academy, which is really exciting. This has been a long time in the making. We haven't had enrollment open to our membership community for quite some time, and we've also renamed it. So we used to have a membership community called Momentum Mamas, and we've renamed it. It's now the academy because... When I built the Shameless Mom Academy, I should have just like allowed people to become members of the Academy from the get-go instead of having a program with a separate name. I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner. So I want you all to be in the Academy where we get to learn together and grow together and be in community with one another. But what happens and what has happened in the last four years inside of Momentum Mamas is that it's become this really significant place for growth and transformation. And 
that is reflected in the name Academy. Like you're coming to learn and grow and be part of something where you're not going to be the same at the end as you were in the beginning. And so clearly we should just call it the Academy. So now you get to become members of the Academy and you'll be hearing me talk about this in different ways while we're in open enrollment, whether you're on social media with me or I'm in your inbox, I'll be talking about it quite a bit, but I'm just super excited because it feels like I've been prepping for this for a while now, and I'm really excited to just get started. So enrollment is open. On top of the enrollment being open, we also have unveiled some of the upgrades to our membership community. So when you join the Academy, there's lots of cool different things that we're doing. There's group coaching with me, there's monthly happy hours, there's quarterly mini retreats, just lots of really fun things. There's a private podcast feed. Oh my goodness, it's book club. There's so many things. So I hope if you have been considering joining us in the past, or you've been hearing me talk about this just recently, I hope you'll take a peek at everything and look and see if it might be for you. Membership is $9.97 a year or $97 a month. We did our best to make it as affordable as possible. So we actually decreased our membership dues from our previous membership model. We really want this to be accessible to you. So if you can hear the excitement in my voice, it's because ah, we've been talking about this for months behind the scenes and it's finally here and I'm just really excited. So you can go check out everything about the Academy and how to become a member if you go to shamelessmom.com academy. That's shamelessmom.com academy and you can join us. So that is that. And what I want to talk about today, which is actually relevant to joining the Academy, is what you waste when you wait. And so I know there's actually some of you who've been waiting to join this my membership community for the last few years, and you've been keeping an eye on things as we've opened enrollment to Momentum Mamas over the years, or as we've opened enrollment to other programs, and you've just been waiting, thinking maybe next time, or maybe later, or I'm not quite ready. And so I want to talk about what you waste when you wait today, because I know that some of you are in that position maybe right now as it relates to becoming a member within our own community. But I also know this happens in a lot of other contexts. And so last week, I even talked about this with me when I was talking through my triathlon and I was considering, I was weighing my options between waiting till next summer, 20 of 23, to do a triathlon versus just doing it this summer. And it was really a matter of like, do I want to do this in 12 months or two months? And 12 months seemed like a long time to wait, and two months seemed like really fast to get ready for a triathlon. But I thought, what am I going to waste while I'm waiting? What am I going to waste while I'm waiting if I decide to wait for 12 months? I don't need 12 months of training time. And I know the cost of waiting because I've done it before, and I've taught this before over the years. And I was like, 12 months is too long. Like 12 months is not going to benefit me. 12 months is actually going to do probably more harm than good. So I ended up taking the two-month route, and I'm so glad that I did. I see this happening with you all in different capacities, and I've seen this happen across careers. So I see th- saw this happen a lot when I had my gym. People would come in and they would say, I've been on your email list for months or years, waiting for the right time to join. I routinely would have moms come in and say, oh my gosh, you know, I was going to join this program or another program when my kids were little, but life got crazy or busy and overwhelming. And now my kids are 12 or 16 or 18, and I haven't done anything that's just for me or to take care of myself or my health since I became a mom. And for some of those people, it was literally decades before they came in to do something for themselves. I've had clients over the years and friends talk about this in the context of their marriage. People who will say to me, 
I'm just going to wait it out for a few more years until the kids are a certain age. I think I can make it. I don't think we're going to end up staying together, but for the sake of the kids, we're going to stay in it for X amount of years. I've had people talk about this in the context of their work. I was just on a call with someone with a coaching client recently, and she's like, well, I think I'm going to wait it out for like two and a half more years in this job that really doesn't light me up. And I actually don't love it all anymore. Because I think in two and a half years, like that's a good timeline for me to get my ducks in a row to get something better. And what I say to people in all these situations is waiting is not going to make it easier or better. And oh my goodness, there's so much that is wasted while we wait. Now, I want to honor that sometimes we have to wait for certain things. Sometimes we have to stay in a place where things are safe and secure and stable for all sorts of different reasons. And so we might stay in a marriage that's not super healthy for a while because there's a really specific reason to do so. We might stay in a job that we don't love because we need the health benefits. So this isn't me at all suggesting that you just make rash decisions to upend your life. But I do think it's really important that you look at what is the cost of waiting and does that cost make sense? Because sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes that cost is so high that it's harmful to us. And we sometimes don't see quite outside of that because we're so in our own junk sometimes that we can't see that bigger picture. So I said to my client who told me she wanted to stay in this job for another two and a half years, I was like, I think you could probably find something in like six months, if you wanted. And she was like, I don't know, do you think? And we had this really great conversation about it. And what was amazing is literally, right after we got done with our call, I went to get on LinkedIn, and I saw a friend posting something where she's like, hey, I'm looking for someone who does this certain kind of work. Let me know if you have any contacts. And it was literally exactly the thing that my client does. My client who said she needed to wait two and a half years. Now, Regardless of whether or not that particular match is a match made in heaven, it was just the universe showing me and my client that there's always more out there than we think. And there's always a lot more potential and possibility than we think. But sometimes when we're invested in waiting, we don't put ourselves in the position to see other opportunities. I had this happen with a good friend in a conversation we had around marriage where she was like, I think I can stay in it for five more years. I think that would like just make the most sense from the, where the ages of my kids will be, things that are going on for us professionally in our family, with my job, my husband's job. And I remember saying to her, but what if you could be in a better relationship in like under two years and you could be a healthier, happier person? And she was like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, things ended up falling apart or, you know, imploding before that five-year mark. And within two years, she was in a way better relationship, a way more healthy relationship. And she's still in that relationship. And it's been like the best thing that's ever happened to her has been that relationship. And we've laughed about it now when she's like, oh my gosh, remember when I said I was going to wait five years? <laughs> like I, she would have missed this opportunity to be in a relationship that is so much more healthy and also makes her better for herself, but also better for all of her other relationships. It, like These are the kinds of things that sometimes we can't see outside of because we're just too close to our own stuff. We only sometimes can see this really single track view of why we should stay somewhere, why we should continue doing something, or why we should wait something out when the reality is getting started now is actually the path to bringing us what we really need, what we truly want, what's aligned with our values, and that's really, really significant. 
So let's talk a little bit about what you waste when you wait. So what you waste is you waste energy wondering if and when you should take action. And so I know this is so mentally costly because I've seen so many people go through it and I've done it myself where you're like, oh, I'm going to wait for six months or 12 months or two years or whatever the thing is for whatever you want to do. And that whole time that you're waiting, you're wrapped up in it's still coming up and I still have to do it and it's still hanging over me. And that's really stressful. And I'm thinking of different people who've talked to me about like going back to school or making career changes. And when you have that hanging over you for a really long time, it's constantly in the back of your mind. Like, maybe I should do it now. No, I'm going to wait. Maybe now. No, I'm going to wait. It's, oh my goodness, it is this mental gymnastics that costs so much energy. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. 
So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune, tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. The other thing that happens when you're waiting, the other thing that you're wasting is time in this emotional purgatory that could be spent in momentum, progress, and growth. So you could be spending this time working toward the thing that you want, making progress toward the thing that you want, and growing as a result. And even if things go a little sideways, because sometimes we think I have to have like all my ducks in a row and be super qualified and capable and all the way ready. And we have in our mind like a checklist of what ready means. But in reality, and I can definitely speak to this from my triathlon, the reality is, is that we don't always have to be that ready because we can figure out a lot of things as we go. And so for me, for my triathlon, I figured out so many things as I went. My wetsuit didn't fit anymore, went and got a new wetsuit. My bike was like a disaster from sitting in my garage for 18 years, went and got it fixed. There were all these things where I thought, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if that's going to work. Some of them worked out for me. I totally thought my bike shoes would be too small. They completely fit. So all these little things where I was like, I should spend the next year organizing my triathlon gear was like 30 minutes on a Saturday digging things out of my garage. And it was all fine. Like, yes, some of it didn't work. Some of it had to be replaced or adjusted or cleaned or serviced. But it all worked out. I didn't need a year to have my bike, like have maintenance done on my bike and get a tune up. So sometimes we tell ourselves these like inaccurate truths around what we need to have ready or what we need to do. And we're spending time in this emotional purgatory instead of being in momentum and progress. So when we're in momentum, we figure things out. So we're like, oh, well, so for me, like in the case of my wetsuit not fitting, which was, oh my God, it was like so incredibly tight. And I did do a workout in it and it was an awful workout, but I was like, okay, so now I know. And now I need to make a decision. Either not wear a wetsuit, go buy a new one, go find one on sale, which I was able to find one on sale, got a great deal. It was like, I can just figure that stuff out as I go. These aren't decisions that need to be made way in advance. So that's a really like lighthearted example, but an example of being nimble in the moment and just figuring it out and not getting so caught up in yourself that you can't take action. Same thing with my bike. I remember I took my bike in and they were like, well, we're going to need like three to four weeks to service it because we're way backed up. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to get this back only a few weeks before the actual race. And I needed to be like doing workouts on this bike. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll just do workouts on my Peloton until then. Like, it's fine, whatever. So I only got out on my bike, I think four times. It was fine. It was totally fine. Now, if I had had my bike three or four weeks earlier, I would have probably gotten out like seven times and that would have been great. But you know what? Four times was fine. So thinking through where we can be making progress and have that sense of momentum that feels good and feels productive and actually helps us feel like we are in motion and growing is a way better place than this emotional purgatory where we're wondering, should I do it now? Should I wait? I wish I started earlier. That's the cost of waiting. The other thing that is wasted when you wait is the regret that frequently comes after you make your move because you wish you'd made it sooner. I remember this with members at the gym. I would have women come in and after just a few workouts, they'd be like, 
oh my gosh, I just feel so much better. And I'm loving taking time for myself, or I'm just already feeling stronger. I'm feeling more creative or productive on the days that I work out. Like all these things happen really quickly. And they were like, why did I not do this so long ago? I've had this happen in other people making professional decisions. I've had it happen with coaching clients, deciding to start businesses, deciding other to do different pivots in their life. I've had it happen with friends and loved ones changing, navigating relationships and how they navigate relationships. And there's so often this post decision making regret that's like, wow, this was a really great decision. And oh, if only I had made it sooner, just because that was wasted time and time that maybe we didn't have to be in a rough spot or maybe feeling not so great, or maybe feeling really stuck, or maybe in an unhealthy place, whether it's emotionally unhealthy or physically unhealthy. So there's often this sense of like, oh, thank God I made the move. Thank God I did the thing. And if only I'd done it sooner, like, why did I wait? And we can be really hard on ourselves around that. And so again, going back to when we make the decision to start to take action and to stop waiting, there is this sense of momentum that comes with that. And when we can, the sooner we can get to that, the better, the more likely we are to not get to that place of having regret around, oh, if only I had started this sooner or done this sooner. So that's all super significant and really, really important to recognize like what's being wasted while we're waiting. Cause sometimes we don't have that perspective to see that waiting is actually doing us harm because of the great things that could be happening while we're waiting or because we're stuck in this emotional purgatory that can have really big impacts on our on our mental health and our this just kind of our status in terms of what we're doing in life and how we're doing in life. The other thing that happens while you're waiting is that oftentimes you're compromising your values while you wait. And so this has come up when I've had people settling in their professional lives, where I've had clients settling in their professional lives and saying like, I'm going to do this thing, even though I don't really like it, or even though my boss is a jerk for X amount of months or years or whatever, because for X, Y, Z reasons, and sometimes there's good reasons, but the compromising of one's values is so draining over time. And sometimes we make up stories for ourselves that like, well, there's not really a better option that's just because we don't know of a better option. We haven't found a better option yet. So we're often compromising our values. We're often stalling our own growth. We're often getting stuck and staying stuck in negative self-talk while we're waiting. So that's another cost, right? You're compromising your values. You're stalling your growth. You're like delaying all of this potential and possibility and then staying stuck. And that often results in negative self-talk that can be so cyclical. We've all had probably seasons in life where we're just stuck around something, whether it's in a profession, in a relationship, in a certain role in life or a situation situation in life. And you like you wake up in the morning and you're like, Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> and you just know you're like, this is just this hard place to be and we can't figure out how to kind of get through it or get around it. And you wake up every day like, Oh, here we go. This is this is hard. This is yucky. I don't want to be here. And we can really spin in this negative self talk and really sometimes go down a dark hole of staying stuck in this. And that can be really, really challenging and really compromising over time. 
I know that as people listen to the show and grow with the show, and I hear this so often from all of you listening, that your values become more and more clear. And you're like, oh yeah, like I know who I want to become. And I might not know quite how I'm going to get there, but I'm more and more clear on like who I am, what I stand for, what's important to me, what matters most. All those things become increasingly clear as you're doing your own work around the things that we talk about on this show. And once you start to know and have a clear sense of what your values are, It's really hard to unknow them. It's really hard to ignore, especially if you are in a situation where you feel like your values are being compromised or you feel like your values aren't aligned with someone else's or maybe um, an institution or organization that you're working with. It feels like a real big compromise to have a mismatch in values. And what can be tricky is recognizing that there are places and people that will adore you and appreciate you for the clarity that you have in your values. But when you haven't found that place yet, it's hard to imagine it because you haven't actually seen it. And so I want to encourage those of you who are in this place of recognizing like, crap, I feel like I'm settling, but I don't quite know what the next step is, or I can't even imagine like a better place, whether it is in a relationship or it's in a job or it's in a career path or it's in building a business, whatever it might be. I want to invite you to consider finding your new people. As you grow and evolve, you are probably going to need some new people. And I have had this in my life over and over again. Whenever I've shifted gears professionally, whenever I have evolved in different ways in my grown-up life, I've needed to find new people. Not because I'm dumping all the old ones. There's still plenty of people who I've known and had adoring relationships with forever, but I've needed to find new people who just are aligned with the new things that I'm doing. And so this has happened when I've started podcasting. It's happened when I started speaking. It's happened when I became entrepreneurial. Just finding people who were aligned with what I was doing became really significant. And it was hard for me to imagine that those people existed. I remember early on when I had my fitness business and it was not going well, I couldn't imagine being in a group of fitness business owners who were all super successful and learning from them. I literally didn't know that that was that that existed. I didn't know there was a place I could go where I could sit in a room with people who were really financially successful in a fitness business. And when I found those people, holy cow, my eyes opened up so big. And every time I've made a shift, whether in my personal or professional life since then, I've gone and looked for my people. I did this when Vinny was born. I found a newborn group to become to get engaged with, and it made all the difference. I had a bunch of mom friends who had three-year-olds. I had mom friends, but I needed mom friends who had three-month-old babies when I did. I didn't need the mom friends that had the three-year-olds. Not that I didn't appreciate them being there. I did, but I really needed someone who was like in the trenches, and you know the three-month-old trenches. I needed someone in those trenches with me. I needed someone who was struggling with nursing, who had like had an unmedicated home birth for God's sake, like who knew what it was like to be up all night yesterday, not three years ago. Those things became really important. As my values have evolved over time, and as I shift gears in different ways, as I grow, I'm always looking for who are the people who are here right now with me that I can lean on and learn from and grow with. And so I want to invite you to find those people and 
P.S. They're inside the academy, (laughs) but find those people that you can lean on and learn with and grow with because that is going to make your experience of growth so much better. And it's going to open your eyes to what's possible because you're going to have other people sharing ideas with you and connecting with you, but you're also going to have people cheering for you and championing you and saying like, I know you can do this and I know it's hard, but I got you and let us know how it goes and how can we help you and I see you. All those things make such a big difference. So I want you to think about what, as you learn more about who you are and how you want to stand in your values, what are you going to do? What decisions are you going to make to be in community with people who are doing the same thing so that you can challenge yourself to really grow in those dynamic ways that feel amazing when you get to do it with other people? It's really scary to do it on your own. I'll tell you, I've done that. It's really hard and scary to do it on your own. I would much rather that you do it with other people. So that's my plug for you to just come do it with us inside of the Academy. If you're looking for a group of women who are just taking imperfect action on a regular basis and want to cheer for you, like this is your, these are your people. We are right here waiting. So let's talk about quitting waiting. How do we quit waiting? Because it's really easy for me to be like, just quit waiting, just go do the thing. And like I said at the top, sometimes we stay because we don't know there's a better option. Sometimes we stick things out and we wait for to do something or start something because we need to because of safety or security or stability. Sometimes we just are stuck and we like can't get out of our own way and we keep just putting off and procrastinating, whether it's because of perfectionism, whether it's because of fear, whether it's a combination of both. So what are the steps that we can take to quitting waiting? Let's talk that through. So I'm going to give you three steps that are like really concrete steps. The first thing is to tell a few people you're going to make a change. Saying it out loud gets it out of your head and it puts you into momentum and it also offers some accountability. I'm going to say that again. Saying it out loud gets it out of your head. So it's no longer just you spinning on it. It puts you into momentum Because typically you get feedback from whoever you say it out loud to and they're like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Or let me know how it goes. Or thank you for sharing with me. And it offers some accountability. Because now you know that someone else is watching to see that you actually go do it, right? Whatever the thing is, no matter how big or how small. So it might be like, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and work out. Or it might be like, I'm going to go back to school. (laughs) It might be, I'm going to go sign up for something scary, some adventure, And it might be anything in between, but saying it out loud gets it out of your head. It puts you into action because it's, that's taking a step. Saying it out loud is taking a step. Anytime you take a step, now you're in action. And then it offers that accountability, having someone else know that you were going to go do the thing. So that's number one, tell a few people and make it people who are safe, trustworthy people. You don't need to put it on the internet. Like if you want to put it all over social media, have at it. I have definitely done that at times because that's just my personality type. But if that's not your personality type, you don't need to go broadcasting anything. Find two or three safe people and tell them. It might be your mom. It might be your partner. It might be a best friend. Two or three safe people. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is 
around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and it, I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. Number two is schedule an appointment that will keep you accountable. My client had some health things and she really felt like she doing some medical intervention would really help with maintaining her health in the most ideal and optimal way possible. So to be accountable to getting healthier and getting her health markers in a more optimal state, she called her doctor. That was a step. She called her doctor. She scheduled an appointment. She went to the doctor and said, okay, doctor, here's what I want to do. And the doctor was like, okay, here's a referral to here. And it was like that one step made her accountable to just getting the ball rolling on what was she knew going, this would be like a multi-part, multi-phase, multi-season transformation, kind of health transformation that she needed to make in terms of needing to undergo a handful of things. But this was a first step, just going to her primary care doctor to say, hey, I'm ready to really figure out how I can manage this in the most optimal way so I can really be conscientious of my health moving forward. 
So scheduling an appointment with your doctor might be the next right thing to be accountable. Scheduling a meeting with someone who you might have a good connection for you. I've done this. Oh my goodness. I made a big goal for myself in 2022 to do more speaking. And I was like, I will take calls with anyone who wants to talk with me about speaking opportunities. And I have had multiple friends step up thank you friends, some of you listen to the show, who've said like, hey, I want to make an introduction to this company, to this person, in this brand, whatever. Will you get on a call to tell them about what you do? And it's a little daunting at first, but you know what? It keeps me super accountable. And so I always say yes to those calls. I'm like, yep, I will get on a call with anyone. If you want to talk to me about speaking and speaking opportunities and training and facilitating, yep, I will talk with you all day long. So I've scheduled meetings with friends who have those connections And then I've also scheduled meetings with the connections that they've made for me. But that's all different levels of accountability. But it's like reaching out, even like texting a friend is like uh, a little daunting and like, hey, friend, I know you have some connections. Would you want to grab coffee or dinner or a drink or something to talk about this so I can tell you what I'm looking for? And all my friends have been so great and said yes. Um, But it's that one step is like accountability, because otherwise I could sit here at my computer and not take any steps toward actually booking more speaking gigs. And I've done that for like weeks and months on end, and then been like really mad at myself that I haven't booked more speaking. So I've really made a conscientious effort to put myself out there by just taking that one small step to connect with a friend or get someone like accountable, like, hey, friend, this is what I'm working on. Do you have any connections for me? Another might be booking a consultation, booking a consultation with a lawyer, with a career coach, with a life coach, at a gym. These are all things I've had clients do in the last year. And this has been so interesting to me. I've had some clients have a sense that maybe they wanted to shift personal and professional relationships and they didn't know how to do that. And they've reached out to lawyers just to do like a 10 minute consult to get more information. So this has happened in the case of marriages. Like, hey, divorce lawyer, I just want to ask you a few questions about how you work with people. Or, hey, business lawyer, I just want to ask you a few questions about how to shift this thing in a business partnership. Or, hey, career coach, I have a few questions on how to do my resume if I've been in the same job for a long time. Or, hey, life coach, people have come to me with this a lot, like, hey, life coach, I have a couple questions about this change I want to make. Is that something you help people with? So booking a consultation, whether it's a 10-minute consultation, a 30-minute consultation, a discovery call, anything like that is a level of accountability that gets the ball rolling and gets you talking about what you're going after and puts you in that like pre-step to actually making a commitment later down the road. And you can go into all of those just for data collection, just for information collection, just for the sake of curiosity. I'm going to go in, I'm going to find out some information. I'm not making any big choices today. I'm just going to collect some information and then make a decision from there. A lot of growth happens in those little moments where you're like, I'm just going to collect some information. And I've seen it happen so many times in the last year, especially where so much has become so clear in those little consultation moments in someone's life where they're like, oh, now I can see a path or now I can see how this would work. Or now I see how this is possible where I couldn't see if it was possible before. Now I can see that it's possible. And that feels like a huge, huge gift. And then third is taking a small step to test the waters. So what I've given examples of, you know, in the last few minutes has all been examples of small steps to test the waters. But the main piece here for this step is that when you want to quit waiting, sometimes we think we have to take this massive leap. I am not a leap taker and I'm not a leap 
prescriber. I am a small step prescriber. I think you need to test the waters. And I want to give an example of this because I think this is such a powerful example. I had a client at the gym years ago, a woman who came in, she'd been getting my emails for a long time. And she's like, she emailed me and she said, I want to come in and observe a class. And I was like, well, we don't really like have a place for people to observe classes. We kind of use the whole space and, you know, we're a smaller fitness studio. And, but I was like, and my, I was like this little, I didn't want my trainer to be weirded, like feel like she was being like graded because I had someone like observing. So I was like, okay, here's the thing. I was like, we typically don't really have people observing, but I was like, I'm going to meet you there while this class is going on. And we can hang out in the back and you can kind of see what's going on. And then we can go outside and we can talk and I can kind of explain to you what's going on, kind of how things work and whatever. So she was like, yeah, cool. Let's do that. She's like, I just want to come in and watch for a couple minutes to like see what I'd be getting myself into if I were to sign up. And I was like, okay, great. So we show up and we go in and she watched for like 10 minutes and she was like having this very clear moment of like, I really want to do this for myself. And also, oh my God, what if I die? (laughs) Like, she's like, I really want to be one of those people on the ground doing the burpees, but also will the burpees kill me? So she came, her first step was just coming in to look. It's okay to just go look in whatever context that might work for you. So how can you take a step to just go look and try to see and visualize yourself in the space? So that client ended up becoming a member. She was a member till the day I sold the gym. She was incredible. She made incredible strides. We're still in touch today. She continued to do all sorts of other really cool stuff in her life and like evolve and grow and challenge herself in really cool ways because like as a direct result of that choice to come in and just take a peek. So where can you give yourself permission to just take a peek, to just test the waters, to just check something out, to learn about something That small opportunity to test the waters can make all the difference. Where can you put yourself in that position to test the waters in a way that allows you to see yourself in the environment, that allows you to see what it would be like? I've done this in different conferences where during the breaks, I'll get up on the stage and just see like, what does this big stage feel like? I've even had friends take pictures of me on like really big stages to be like, I just want to have a picture of like what this is, what it looks like, what I look like up on a big, huge stage. Because then I can imagine it and I can think about that. And that motivates me. So where can you test the waters and really see some potential when you do that? So I want you to stop wasting time waiting because I believe in you. You are ready, you are capable, you are qualified, and you are worthy of starting now. I know that to be true. And you will not regret starting now because of who you will become as a result of that. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad that you're here. I can't wait to see you inside the Academy. I sure do hope that you'll join us. Again, you can go over to shamelessmom.com slash Academy to check out everything about our membership. And I will be back here on Wednesday with a fantastic interview. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can
you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask-Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.